here. Okay. Hey, everybody. Kyle's not here, so the show's going to be good. Uh, sitting in for Kyle, we have Jake from Odell. Odell. And I thought this was Mark's sister, Sharon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon from Odell? Yeah. No, she was here two weeks ago. And now we've got her <laughs> replacement. Who's Someone's fun? echoing. I can't tell who I don't know who that is. We'll figure it out, though. Uh, anyways, uh, Odell is a new sponsor for us. And Thank you for sponsoring this yeah. wonderful this wonderful show. My, my pleasure. You got to talk pleasure. pretty much right into the microphone. Yeah, there you go. All right, so he's a uh, musician, Mark. He does this shit. He yeah, knows how to do it. Well, uh, he's not used to dealing with our subpar sound equipment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah, fact. Top end shit. Jay Hankey, thanks for the follow. So, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, how long have you been with Odell? Let's start there. Uh, I've been with Odell for a little over two years now. Okay. Where were you before that? Uh, I worked for a distributor here in St. Louis uh, called Major Brands. Major Brands, that's right. And before that, I ran a couple uh, concert venues and beer bars and things of that nature. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, anything on the horizon for Odell you want to plug? Anything coming out that we should be aware of? Uh, we've got a couple cool things in the uh, the works. Um, the next one's going to be a year-round lager, which is something that has been missing for our portfolio for uh, some time. Like a Pilsner? Uh, it will be a lager. Like basically, uh, <laughs> our version of a banquet beer. Nice. Oh, yeah. like an American light lager. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the packaging, uh, I just uh, saw that for the first time a few weeks ago. Uh, I think it's the sharpest one that we have so far. And uh, that says a lot. I think a lot of the ones that we've uh, released. Sharpest is in eye-catching, or do you literally have, like, aluminum it's edges that, that will just cut for, you? Uh, yeah. yeah, to deter okay. children from uh, drinking it. That's, yeah. They also work as, like, uh, the pop socket, so it doesn't fall out of your hand when you're holding it. The, if you line up the spikes just perfect, you don't have to grip the can as hard. It seems more like a Coors product. <laughs> somebody, somebody once said that Coors Light drinkers are the dumbest drinkers ever because every product they have is, like, for morons, it's like, hey, how's my beer cold? Well, let's put mountains on it. Hey, I need a wide mouth can because I can't get this into my face fast enough. Like, it just seemed to be, seems like a course product. Do they still like, use the wide mouth? I have no idea. I Probably. Do they have the I mean, Vortex bottle still, look, too? Natty has wide mouth. Is this a wide mouth? No, not like Coors Light. I Coors, Coors Light, Light had, like, it was like half the can. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, you, you, you cracked it, it open, and when you poured it, you dumped like half, you know, <laughs> just dumped the whole beer on right, it because right. the mouth was so big. Right. What if you could combine uh, the, the Vortex, vortex can, the Vortex, like was vortex bottle with the I wide mouth? I forgot about the Vortex bottle. Yeah. I did, too. I did, too. That was Miller Lite. Do they still do that? No. No? no? I don't think so. <laughs> That's too bad. Is there a gimmick that, that caught on that actually people... I mean, I guess the Pop Top was probably a gimmick at some point. You know what I mean? Like, that was a, a novelty. Yeah. Uh, have you seen, like, uh, the full Pop Tops now? Like uh, uh, Urban Chestnut uses them. Uh, oh, yeah. 360 can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those are cool. Uh, the only problem is what if you're out, if you're at a park, floating, whatever, what do you do with the tab? That's a good question. After you pull it off, what do you do with it? I guess it doesn't matter a whole lot, but uh, because, I mean, you're going to throw away a can, you might as well throw away two things. Yeah, there was actually a there was a there was a video on Reddit um, that was talking about the introduction of the pop top cam, the one we have now. And one of the reasons they invented it the way they did was because so many people were littering the old pull off tabs. It was one of those videos that was done by a very dry scientist, and I was like, "This is eight minutes long. There's no way I'm going to watch it." And then I watched the entire thing. I was like, "This is actually a good use of my time." Uh, 
Well, so it was basically like, why is the beer can design why it's like? Because it's, you know, why doesn't, for instance, why, did, why doesn't a beer can look like a milk carton? Because milk cartons were around, why isn't it square? Well, it's all about the physics of how liquids behave under pressure and things like that. And it was actually a really fascinating video. So, <clears throat> I don't never thought of that. that. Jay Hankey asked if the Vortex bottle was inspired by the Das Boot from Beer Fest. And I think that act well, probably think it actually predated came out. I think it came movie. out before. Oh, Although, no. I don't know. That's actually a very be, interesting timeline. I, I First of all, the predated. answer is no, and you're kind of stupid for, for uh, thinking that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think those two things are as far as you think. Now that I, I, think. I think the Vortex bottle was before the movie. And it, you know the one thing that bothers me about that? I love that movie except for that part, the whole vortexing the boot. Because, okay, you turn it just at the right time. Why not just start with the toe facing down? Oh, but I guess and then you a, don't get the bubble. It's a movie. So actually, Beer Fest came out in 2006. Uh, the Vortex bottle was 2010. So maybe it was. Maybe I'm really? gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna guess somebody was super drunk and/or super high and came up like. I get like the the concept of a, you know having the vortex in the no, bottle. No, you don't. Don't. No, you don't. There's no. Yeah, I mean you're. If you turn a bottle up real fast, you know it's just like dumping a bottle when you turn don't, it straight over. Don't lend credence to this. It, it has some merit. It's just like no, it Kyle's. Uh, when, you, when you're pouring the clear Stop water, this right now. Bite. It's like Kyle's snake bite. <laughs> yeah. It's it does the same thing. It prevent, prevent prevents that you know glug 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 type effect from. How, how, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It no, does. If it swirls the, around, yeah, because the glug is the air going up. Whether if it's the, swirling in a circle, air still has to go up. Here, if we had a vortex bottle versus a we non don't. vortex bottle here, we don't. And we, we will can, not. Uh, this is next very week, interested. Next week, we'll 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 do this as scientific as possible and just try and hold them as close to the same ang- angle as we sure. can. We'll see which one comes out either quicker or more smoothly. And I'm gonna bet. The Vortex bottle is like a 4% increase on... A 4%. Uh, <laughs> How are you going to quantify that? That's a very specific number. I, I did all the calculations real quick in my head, and that's no, what you I came didn't. up with. My question is, where I the hell are you going to find a Vortex cre- bottle? Yeah. They still make them. That's what they still are, right? I don't think so, man. I don't think so either. I don't. Oh. Somebody has a 10-year-old Miller Lite bottle in their fridge, right? Eight-year-old Miller Lite bottle. When did it come out? Anybody listening right now can get me a a Miller Lite Vortex bottle. I will give them uh, an official Brews Room barrel bottle opener. Yeah, there you go. Free up a (laughs) nine-year coated beer and uh, get a bottle opener. Yeah. You have to drink the the whole thing, though. Okay. And I'll Uh, drink the other normal beer 4% (laughs) slower. slower. I don't want to drink a nine-year-old Miller Lite. I don't know. I don't want to drink a regular Miller Lite, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Man, I just I remember drinking a lot of Miller Lite when I was younger because I that, was, that was our college L- beer. Lynn's drink of choice was Miller Lite until she, you know, learned how to drink good beer. <laughs> but if we were out and you know it was low, oh, let's get a bucket at the whatever shithole shit bar, you're sports yeah. bar you're at, because I wanted to make my wife happier. Probably at that time, my fiance or girlfriend whatever we just always drank miller light because it was easier than telling the waitress to mix it because by the way that's the not the, sa- that's that not right the same anyway. person justin was dating lynn and had a fiance and a girlfriend at the time i did it was a wild we're all still together time. we're moving to utah soon our lifestyle's not you approved ca- here apparently do you, do you call some sexual position the vortex like what's the vortex <laughs> sexual position i come four percent quicker <laughs> <laughs> 
56 seconds. What, I was say, what's 4% <laughs> of 18 seconds? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> anyway, back to Adele. Uh, yeah, so we have a guest of, on. We should talk of, to him. Uh, speaking of Justin's orgasms, what else you got uh, lined up that you're really excited about, sexually well, or not? We, we, we are working on a uh, milkshake IPA right now, I guess. That kind of, ties oh, of course with, uh, you fucking are. Yeah. <laughs> what flavor? <laughs> there's, uh, there's no flavors. It, it's really just a, uh, like a citrus forward IPA brewed with lactose. Oh, oh it's no, not okay. I thought milkshake to be milkshake had to have fruit. Yeah, nope. pineapple. Yeah, we're, no? not, we're, not, uh, we're not going that route, no. Uh, we actually we started a program at the brewery called Today IPA. Uh, basically, what we do is we brew 10 barrels of a different style of IPA every month. We release it on the third Thursday of the month, and uh, it's only available in the tap room. Uh, about three months ago, we did the milkshake IPA. It sold out in about six hours, and... Uh, yeah, we got a lot of comments, a lot of questions. So that's going to be available for wide distribution at some point. Yeah, we're looking at probably August. Okay. Um, it's going to be like the we we cut Brombeer from uh, production this year, which oh, upset a, bummer, a lot man. of people. Yep, Brombeer was great. Although I, I will Brown say, beer, man, I'm that very disappointed to hear last that. Last year, I thought Brombeer wasn't as good as the year before. Really? Yeah. Is uh, that why you get rid of it? Because Justin, I sent in a like very letter? angry letter every day. <laughs> Strongly worded email. <laughs> who Up your who game. still writes letters? Me. Like <laughs> once a day. I pre-wrote them, you know, so I could just drop <laughs> one in the mailbox. I didn't write one every day. I wrote 365. And it was of just them a different, like it, over the course. It of was a just week. like a Mad Libs fill in the blank. I cut a lot of magazine. this year. This beer. <laughs> Bring back last year's brown beer, or else. <laughs> We better do what he says, guys. <laughs> oh, fuck that. We can't do that. Let's he's just get a, rid of it. He's a head brewer. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, brown beer's going away. Sunny rain's getting moved up. And then the milkshake IPA will actually come as a fall release. We kind of thought we maybe missed a boat a little bit last year by releasing Sunny Rain so late in the season. Mm. Um, you know, a golden tart that comes out uh, in September. We right. had that on for... Um St. Louis Craft Beer Week last year during yeah. the Adele event that we did, yeah. and I thought it was really good. It's, I, I think it's a great beer. I just think uh, maybe the timing was off a little bit, so we're going to re- release it a little earlier. That'll actually hit in May, so be available through the summer months, and then we'll look at that uh, milkshake in August, uh, October time. We will be doing the uh, an Odell event again this year for St. Louis Craft Beer Week. We will. Jake has promised lots of cool stuff. When St. Louis Craft Beer Week? I mentioned uh, it. Didn't you just announce it? Last week of July, first last week, week of July. August. No, we just that, announced St. Charles Craft Beer. Oh, so, oh, so that's what it was just announced. Yeah. Uh, last week of April. 22nd it starts, right? 22nd to the uh, 29th. St. Charles Craft Beer Week? Yes. yes. April 22nd through the 29th. What are you guys doing for Craft Beer Week? Do you know yet? I know it's a little early. We're doing our Girl Scout cookie and beer pairing. Nice. Huh. Um, that, it's going to be pretty fun. That's probably going to be on the Tuesday. Then we have to do something on Friday. Yeah. I haven't decided what that's going to be. Some kind of special beer release or something, yeah. most likely. But uh, the Girl Scout thing, it's only going to be for 20 people. So if you're listening and you're interested, you got to hit us up on the Facebook page or you know, exit six. Or just page start camping out right now. Or come I mean, up here and <laughs> yeah. buy a beer yeah. and, and sign up because we already have about half full. Nice. Um, and it's uh, five different beers with five cookies, and I'm really excited. Five about different it. cookies. You'll get like three cookies of each kind. Hopefully. I don't know. 15 total That's a lot cookies. of cookies. It all depends on how many. Well, because I don't know how many are actually in a box. Oh, the they're all in different amounts, too. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So like the tagalongs or the, whatever. It's just like you know, eight. And that here's the seven you conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> you might get two. You yeah. might get four. <laughs> we'll cut some in half. Or I'll just take a bite out of them to even them out. That'll work. Yeah. That'd be. I probably won't be eating cookies by then, though. So somebody else can have to. You can eat the cookies. I'm not eating the cookies. <laughs> Oh, we got uh, Thin Mint, 
um, Tagalog. No, wait, not Tagalog. Dosey Dose. That's I, the peanut butter beer. It's Cookie. pronounced Tagalog. Wait, which one is which? Uh, the Dosey Dose. We we went back and checked on Friday because uh, one of our regulars really wanted to know if it was. Tagalongs or Dosey Dose, which are both peanut butter cookies but are different. And he prefers the Dosey Dose, which are the sandwich cookie with the cream in the middle, not uh, the Tagalongs with their, the chocolate wrapped yeah. uh, peanut butter ones. So we've got Thin Mints and Dosey Dose. Dosey Dose. And Sunshine Smiles or some bullshit is the lemon cookies with the powdered sugar. I didn't know the name of them. Uh, Me neither. My wife did, though. Okay. Uh, we're doing that with our Shandy. Uh, iced oatmeal cookies. With diced oatmeal cookie beer. And uh, Samoa's. Samoa's with uh, Tony Rocky Horror. Tony Rocky Horror. And uh, Absence of Light. Oh, did we say Absence with of Light the, is with the... Uh, with the... Dosey Dose. Yeah. All right, cool. We got them all. So uh, last week during trivia at uh, Shamrocks, uh, Kyle gets on the microphone and he introduces... There was a, there was a girl <laughs> that was selling Girl Scout cookies, and she was maybe the best salesperson I've ever seen Uh uh, bar not across the board. She, she was a, eight. She was <laughs> okay. She, yeah, she was eight years old. And by the way, she just came up to Kyle and she apparently had talked to him before. And Kyle's like, "What do you want to be when she grows up?" And she goes, "Oh, a CEO." Like that was what <laughs> she's eight years old and she already knows she, she wants to run. And by the way, the company seemed irrelevant. Like I know she's just going to run something somewhere. But she had, I mean, she had an entire like pull cart full of cookies. And she buttered everybody up and then went out and got more from her car. I mean, she, yeah, she was hustling. That's way better than the girls that just stand outside the grocery store and don't say anything. Like, bitch, if you would have asked me if I wanted some cookies, I might have bought a box, but she fuck w- you. She walked up and I go, okay, so what exactly is it that you're doing? She goes, all right, let me break this down for you. And she sets up a box of everything that she had and gives me the rundown of what each cookie tastes like, how much they all cost. And then tells me all about what she's working for because last year she came in second and it really pissed her off. (laughs) I was supposed to go to Disney World, but I came in second. So I got everything else, but I didn't get the trip. This year, I'm going to South Padre. (laughs) Holy. Oh, yeah. You get a trip to South Padre? Yeah, it was somewhere. It was somewhere. That's right. The Boy Scouts just to go to get to camp on the riverfront. Right. No, no, no. (laughs) She's going to like. Last year she had Cabo on on, uh, uh, Disney World. Okay. So she was real pissed off because all she got was her uh, college paid for or some <laughs> bullshit like that. Uh, it was uh, an iPad, a uh, what, whatever this thing is. MacBook. MacBook, thank you. Um, Full ride to Wharton wasn't enough for her. Everything. <laughs> she got all kinds of shit. She was pissed off because I didn't get to go to Disney World. So I'm going to South Padre. <laughs> she had, how many, how many she had a brunch with Warren Buffett. <laughs> the entire time she's like, could have uh, been at Disney her World. Her goal this year is 4100 How many did you buy? Uh, I only bought two, hey, that's uh, only because I had already bought all of my Girl Scout cookies from one of my regulars here. Sure, uh, and I didn't have that much cash on me, which is rare. Normally, I've got lots of cash. Um, everybody else I was with, though, bought either four or five boxes. So nice. she's on her from way. From us alone, she got twenty-five ish. <laughs> uh, she would as she was working the room. Her dad that's kept that's running out to the car just to get more beer nice. or more uh, boxes. And in no way did he have a look in his eyes that his life was over and he was completely dead of all emotion. In no way. <laughs> he's just happy that no, he's going to have a daughter that can take care of him when he's old, right? Like, <laughs> he could be a CEO. My parents don't have that luxury. because <laughs> They're going into a home and somebody else has got to deal with them because... Uh, they're going to somebody's home, not a home. Yeah, you have to pay else. for that. They're going to somebody's home, just, just not whatever mine. neighbor's door got left open that day. Like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jake. Gun to your head right now. Best flavor of... Girl Scout cookie, go. Thin Mint. 
that's the correct answer. That's the only answer. Yeah. I disagree. Changed my mind. Let's hear everybody's favorite then. <laughs> the chocolate peanut butter ones. The, <laughs> the uh, tagalongs. Tagalongs. The ones we tagalongs. have. Yeah. Oh, Guys, the dosi dos. The chocolate covered peanut butter ones. Those are tagalongs. Tagalogs. No, we have he the. He just said they're dosi dos. We we have the like bread cook sandwich or. Uh, no, we don't. That's what Wynn said. Oh, we fucking better not. That's the wrong ones if we do. Wynn said, uh, Wynn said that you got the cookie, like the hard cookie with the cream in, in the middle, which no. is the dosi dough. That better not because I told I got to check my messages now because if she gave me the wrong <laughs> shit, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> this is more passionate yeah. than he is about ordering anything. <laughs> Beer supplies, stuff oh, on Amazon. Yeah. Taglongs are a close Tagalog. second. Oh, my God. Jake and... Uh, Confirm that that's not true. Mark's cookie is a close second to Thin Mints. Which one did you say? He said the Tagalogs. Tagalog. I'm just going to call it Tagalog. They're made in the Philippines, so they're great. Which one is that? <laughs> that's the one that I'm talking about. The yes. chocolate-covered peanut butter. Yes. <laughs> this is really difficult to follow, guys. Didn't they get rid of Samoas? Did, or did they change the name of them? It, was it racist and they had a, they, it? Honestly, yes. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I don't know that it was racist. Well, they're, uh, they're, they're still made and they're still called Samoas. They are, okay. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, Jake's got four my, boxes on him right now. <laughs> I wish, man. Uh, my, my niece uh, hits me up every year and gets like a 10 box order for me and then they sit around. Your racist year. niece, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really hates uh, the Samoa people. <laughs> now, I've got on my message right here chocolate peanut butter once. <laughs> All right. The, uh, okay. Mike <laughs> F bomb Mike's gonna be uh, real sad then because he was excited about the dosi dos. Well, uh, so really I'm fast, uh, we should probably talk about the first beer we just opened up. Yeah, Love Street Cold Style Blonde from Carbach Brewing, brewed in Texas. Music to your beer. That's what it says on the side. So our buddy uh, Mr. Wooler brought these in. He has been doing some work down in Texas the last few weeks, so he brought couple beers up for us to try from Texas. Uh, we also have a handful of beers from Idaho from another one of our regulars here at Exit 6. And then uh, Jake brought us a <laughs> fucking Travis fantastic sucks. beer, yeah. uh, Bulletproof, which is a barrel-aged Imperial Stout uh, from Odell. <laughs> yep. You want to know, speaking of barrel-aged Imperial Stouts, good segue. Yes. Something that we've done recently is we actually filled our Starka barrel yesterday with uh, our own Imperial Stout. Hmm. So look out for that in a couple months. <laughs> uh, we did a barrel-aged Imperial Stout, and then the quad went in the barrel with it as well. I'm hoping six-ish months on those beers, and they'll be nice. ready to go. But uh, you never know with barrels. They kind of just tell you when they're done. Justin is the barrel whisperer. <laughs> I t- I've never <laughs> spoken to a barrel in my life. <laughs> Sober. Drunk a couple times. A couple but, times, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Imperial Stout and a Belgian Quad, both up north of 10% in Starker Barrels, so I'm pretty excited. Nice. Yeah. Um, Scrackaby is our new f- listener from uh, last week, says that they're named differently based on distribution center. Recently, the region changed, so some areas have lo- newly named cookies. Well, so they're the Tagalongs in some and Tagalongs, Tagalogs. on others? I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but I have no reason to doubt Scrackabees. <laughs> seems like a. I mean, he seems like a stand-up super intelligent guy. I heard Scrackabees. First of all, let's just talk about that. <laughs> Second of all, uh, that person immediately after was like, "Don't ask why I know that." <clears throat> Does he have so, a 
I don't Girl Scout in his uh, house let's right now. Just and, go with yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that girl that got first last year and won a trip to Disney World? <laughs> Chick from Shamrocks paid to make her go away. Uh, <laughs> Tanya Harding situation in the uh, Girl Scout world. <laughs> <laughs> it rubs the samosas on its skin or it gets the hose samosas? again. Yeah, the mimosas? Mimosas? Samosa? Samosas. No. What did I say? Samoa. Samoas. Samo- what are samosas? That's a guy who played for the Cubs. Okay. And now he's white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sammy Samosa, am I wrong? Sammy Samosa, you are. Okay. Sammy. Uh, You're Sammy. not wrong, Justin. You're <laughs> just an asshole. <laughs> what, do we, uh, what do we think of this beer? It's pretty funky for a Kolsch. Yeah, I was just going to uh, say. Like pretty tart. Well, it's acidity on the end of it. It's a Kolsch-style blonde. What the fuck does that mean? I do, well, I don't know, but that's what's written on the front of the can. That's so what you write on a beer when your Kolsch doesn't come out. Yeah, just right. Like, yeah. Well, let's just call it a Kolsch blonde. <laughs> you guys uh, know anything about Carbach? No. So they uh, about a year, year and a half ago, they got acquired by Anheuser-Busch, uh, AB InBev. Um, they jumped from... Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this this happened recently. Like uh, It was shortly after I worked for uh, started working for Odell. But um, they jumped their production within that year, their first year of... Acquisition from 20,000 barrels to now 80,000 barrels. Damn. So to put that in kind of reference oh. for our St. Louis drinkers here, that means they jumped from a four-hand size brewery to a four-hands and... To a five-hand size brewery. <laughs> four-hands plus Schlafly Brewery, um, which is pretty insane to do in one year. Yeah, that's... Where... Well, so where did they... Did Anheuser it, build them a new facility? Or did they contract they it out somewhere? They upgraded. Uh, yeah. Still the same facility as far as I'm aware. They just added more tanks? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's a, a lot more tanks. Yeah, right. I mean, that's a, a shit ton of and a lot more people. Everything. Like, yeah. like that's. I mean, that's one of the bonuses when you have Anheuser behind your back. That shit sure. comes real easy, right? Yeah. Like they know how to build breweries well, on a the, massive scale, super quickly. You know, wasn't that the famous story when Goose Island got bought out? Like somebody went to someone went to Anheuser Busch was like, "We'd like to get one of these barrels." And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, go ahead and get it." He's like, "Well, they're five thousand dollars a piece." He's like, "Yeah, I order five of them or whatever." It was just <laughs> like that was one of the things yeah. they had always had problems getting Anheuser Busch. Yeah, whatever you need. Well, Anheuser still has to do it just because you're Goose Island and you call you call. Well, but know, I don't know. I think it was a money. House. I think it was about the money and logistics. Oh, thing like and they having, were gonna write them a check. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a. I think it was a money thing more than a. And they were all worried about. Having to ask Anheuser, oh, you know, can yeah. we have this fifteen hundred dollars? We kind of need. Who do you it for these go people. to at Anheuser to ask like super specific things like that? Like that only craft breweries have to deal with. It's no one at Anheuser knows like understands that that plight. Oh, I'm right? sure they do. You have, I'm, I'm sure they have a team. Look, I'm. Do they? Ha- I know they, they have. Yeah. A, I guarantee you, Anheuser Busch has a craft beer transition team you know yeah. what I mean? their only yeah. job is to take these new companies and transition them into supply chain and all that logistical stuff yeah it's pretty impressive what uh, companies like that do have teams for i actually uh happened to sit down next to the raw goods buyer of anheuser-busch at uh dinner a few months ago um he and his wife were sitting at a bar that i had just dropped some things off at and i offered to buy him a beer he was drinking something did the looked, three of you end up doing a vortex uh no vortex <laughs> bottles i guess he, he was pretty anti miller light at that dinner uh, <laughs> but uh re- really nice guy and it was really impressive just listening to the uh the scope of what the guy actually covers as far as and when you think about <laughs> hey i guy, bought uganda today it's ours now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah think about the uh the sheer mass of how many raw goods are really yeah. involved in that it's pretty wild and I just imagine because it's so massive that you're talking several different 
like so many different countries and regions, and then you have to deal with tax laws and customs and all that. Like it's that's got to be a pretty massive undertaking. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> so what, and right you are. <laughs> Jake, what got you into craft beer? And how, uh, how did you end up with Odell? So craft beer was kind of a, it was a gateway that started while I was in the military, actually. Um, I was in a unit that nobody really drank crappy beer unless we were just trying to get blackout drunk in the barracks. And uh, most of that time it was Red Dog because you could buy... <laughs> You could buy a twelve pack of Red Dog on post for four twenty five. Where were you uh, stationed? Uh, I was in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Okay, the, uh, the old hundred and first Airborne. But uh, you could also see Batman eating up uh, Batwoman, Catwoman <laughs> if you held the label upside down. I, I feel like I do remember something <laughs> oh, wait, about these. Yeah. Wait, I'm I, sorry. I, I, what? I, I, I do not much know this story. Those nights, but uh, the re- pull up the Red Dog label. <laughs> anyway, look, if you look at Red Dog <laughs> and then you flip it upside down. At the dog itself. <laughs> All right. Well, he's looking at Batman yeah. eating yeah. out Batgirl. Oh. Finish the story. <laughs> By the way, that's the third. Oh. I. You see it? Uh-huh. Yeah. You got it? You see there? It even has the Bat logo on there. The Bat nose, if you will. Do we? And will you check if they still make Red Dog? I'm, I'm curious. Oh, i almost positive that I, had, I saw Red Dog not that long ago. Really? Yeah. yeah I think they do, wow. too. So, um... Aside from that, we all drank uh, better beer, and it was generally Guinness. And this is, you know, 2003-ish, uh, 2002, 2003. Um, Still didn't have a lot of options for not, craft then. Not a lot, no. It was mostly uh, imports at that point. So a lot of Guinness. Uh, the bar that we used to hang out uh, at was actually one of the test bars for Schmittix when it came back to the U.S., so we kind of all got on that. One day we were all out, and um, we tried to order a beer at a different bar, and they didn't have Guinness. They didn't have Schmittix. Um, and the, the waiter asked us, you know, like, what do you think about hoppy beers? And my response uh, was, what the fuck does that mean? And he brought me a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and from there I just never looked back. It was uh, pretty much won me over. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, um, I always tell people this, uh, if you open up my fridge pretty much at any given moment, the two beers that you'll find in there are uh, Odell IPA and Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this Red Dog label, and I, I guess I kind of see it, but I, I, I'm glad, I guess, what I'm taking away from this beer label is not the vaguely, the, the vague outline of whatever the hell you're describing. I'm just glad I grew up in a time when internet porn was a thing, so I didn't have to You'd look have at to stuff. You didn't have to flip yeah, a bottle up your dad's Red Dog upside down to yeah, jerk yeah. off to. Yeah. Right, like <laughs> this school, is, man. Right? high school. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a stretch, like. You didn't have to bust out the good housekeeping. No, I, or I get it. But by the way, because somebody made this logo here, which they actually put the Batman logo on so you oh, can see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and cut it out so you can, like, by the way, if you just search Red Dog Label, the, fourth, the third and fourth thing that pulls, that, that pulls up uh, are these two uh, sexually suggested. So, I mean, clearly okay. this is a... You realize that this conversation right now is spiking all interest in Red Dog from the last 15 years. <laughs> Probably like, at least 4%. Is- <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are other answers. <laughs> when you got into craft beer, did you ever did you homebrew? Uh, no, no, uh, never brewed. We bought like a really terrible Mister Beer kit. Oh yeah, for the barracks. And um, back then, we were not patient enough to wait. Uh, even the, like you're never gonna you're never gonna make good <laughs> you poured beer. Poured it out in that. the bag, shook it up, and then immediately drank it. Like, this <laughs> is <pretty> awful. <laughs> By the time you spend all the time uh, sterilizing it and uh, working with it, it was just uh, 
you know, like the fer- the fermentation process in those shitty plastic bottles. I got news um, for you. Even on uh, on Mr. Beer, even if you did wait the time, it was still awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we tried a couple of those. It just, you know, it was never for me. I brewed at Odell a few times, and that's always great. But I always have, you know, one of our, uh, either a head brewer or like a cellar sure. master brewing with us. And they basically, um, they just tell me where to dump things and <laughs> when to clean stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, fir- the first time I brewed in Odell, actually, I, I brewed with Doug Odell, who, for those that don't know, uh, is the founder and uh, why why we exist. Um, that was really, really How did he come up with the name? I get that a lot for Exit 6. How did he come up with this? It's, I mean, it's his last name. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Story like, checks out. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Doug, his wife, Wynn, and his sister, Corky, all last name, Odell. Corky? Uh, Corky? Corky, yeah, yeah. I remember Corky. What was that show? Life Goes, Life on. goes on. Yeah. Yep. And Romano. Now, fuck that guy. Those are the three <laughs> Corkies I know now. Oh, I was thinking... Ray Romano. No. Fuck that guy, too. Corky, both of them. <laughs> no. Anything with Corky Rom- Romano was a set in life character, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he uh, sucked. Uh, Chris Catan. Chris yeah, Catan. Yeah. He was terrible. I believe he even had a movie. It did. It, did. it was terrible. Uh, it was god awful. So, yeah, Corky Romano and Ray Romano are both awful. Yes. Well, I will say Corky Odell is, is an angel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, really, you have to really say really that. What is the there. worst Saturday Night Live movie? Is it Corky Romano? Oh, it's yes. Pat. It's, oh, it's Pat. Pat. Was so bad. Um, Coneheads 2. God damn it. I could deal with Coneheads too over it's there Pat or Corky Romano. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure there was a sequel. I mean, the ladies' man was pretty bad. At least there was a couple of funny lines in the movie. You know, when I saw it when I was younger and he made butt sex jokes, like I laughed at it, right? <laughs> but sure. Maybe probably not anymore. It but also yeah, had Tiffany Amber Thiessen in it. Yeah, yeah. She I don't was think very she's very attractive. Done Justifying characteristic. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, we were watching. Uh, Lauren and I were watching uh, uh, Sneaky Pete on Amazon. Is that good? Night? Very. It yeah. just had a new season start, right? Yep. We were right. watching season two. And uh, she got this hankering. She wanted to make homemade uh, uh, oatmeal cream pies. I just, she saw the gift recipe, too. She did. Said, yeah. oh, I saw that. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so fucking good. Yeah. She <laughs> ran upstairs at that point and decided, I'm going to make these right now. It's like 1 a.m. on Friday. And she decided. You had all the ingredients? Uh, well, funny story. Okay. <laughs> we had everything but the oatmeal, as it turns out. It's uh, a key part. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> but she had a different kind of oatmeal just on hand, a uh, steel cut. Steel oats. Oh, Ste- okay. You've heard of this. Yeah. So yeah. I had not. I don't know what that means. And uh, you couldn't reason it out from the title or what the fuck does steel mean? Steel cut. Yeah. Steel cut. They're, that's just how they're processed. They're yeah. like okay. crushed through a steel so, machine. So what's the difference between steel cut and regular oats? I think regular oats don't get processed that way. Okay. So Cook. size and shape of the oat when you're eating it. Mm-hmm. So like steel cut oats are good for like oatmeal because they've been cut down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, about uh, cooking times or anything like that? I don't anyway? fucking know. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do I look Mr. like? Mr. Smarty Pants over here. It's like, no. oh, you can't oh. figure that out? Okay. The title was steel cut oats. You're yeah. like, I have no idea what this is. I'm just saying yeah. there are three words in it. Well, let me tell and you you know this. what all of them mean. Maybe just use a little synthesis to put it together. <laughs> they, they, they don't. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about cooking times or combining. They don't like, cook the same. Okay. It's, it's, I'm just it's saying you were like, I don't making... know what this is. Like, I don't. Okay, <laughs> okay, I could figure out what it meant by <laughs> being cut by steel. That was the joke I was making. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway, you're on hour three of your own story. Well, if you'd stop, <laughs> that's. Oh. 
<laughs> what are we? Uh, what are we getting oats. into here? Oh shit! Yeah, we opened another beer, by the way. Oh, uh, this still, is a black still cut oats. Don't cook the same, and you end up with crunchy oatmeal at that point. And oh. they failed, unfortunately, pretty bad. And they did the they, cream taste good at least. The cream was amazing. Yeah, because yes. uh, the cream recipe looked pretty good too. It was really good. <laughs> I had a reason for even telling this story, and now it's gone. So you were we we're talking about Sneaky Pete. No, we were talking about something before that. Nope, Sneaky Pete, and yeah. then uh, you I went brought into, up Sneaky Pete. You I said, said I watched. I was watching GIF recipes. Yeah, Lynn went up to uh, or Lynn Lauren right. went up to make uh, cookies while you were watching oh, Sneaky yeah. Pete. Oh, yeah. No, I brought up Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh yeah, which brought up this story because <laughs> while she was ago. upstairs making the, uh, the the oatmeal cream pies, I was looking for something else to watch because I wasn't going to watch Sneaky Pete without her. And there's a show on Amazon called uh, Zach Morris is Trash. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty entertaining. Each episode is about three minutes, maybe four, and uh, they just break down an episode of Saved by the Bell in which Zach Morris was, Zach Morris was a dick. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. If you've got Amazon Prime, it's worth watching. Does uh, Mario Lopez narrate this? No, somebody does, every... and they talk real fast. But uh, I mean, at the end, it says Funny or Die. Days. They might be online on funnyordie.com. I don't know. Is that Hulu? Netflix? I just saw it popped Amazon. up. It was on Amazon? Uh-huh. Oh. I'm, I don't know. Okay. If you've got Prime, you can watch it. I do. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can uh, subscribe to our channel for free, by the way, with your uh, free monthly uh, Twitch Prime subscription. So uh, you can hit that blue button on the screen or the subscribe button up top and hit us up for free that way. Look at that segue. That's really, really well it's done. fucking professional. was until that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got this uh, black... Col- Black Kolsch. It's another Kolsch that's not a Kolsch. It's a Kolsch-style <laughs> beer. Yeah. This is from... Uh, it's Santo? Who did I say? Texas' oldest craft brewery. St. Arnold? No, that wasn't St. Arnold, was it? St. Anger. It is St. Yeah, St. Arnold. Arnold, yeah. Um, it's all right. St. Arnold actually makes pretty good beer. I'm not a fan of this one. What do you think? Uh, it's it's definitely not my style. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of honey characteristic to it. It's sweet, like a little sweet. It's too sweet for me for a black Kolsch. Like I get, I want a little, I don't, a little more roastiness or something sure. on it, just to kind of balance it out a little bit. It's far from black. Yeah, it's not even black either. Yeah. It's light brown. Throw a little bit of roasted barley in there, some one fifty, and do something. I don't know. This is, it's okay. I'm going to put it down because that's what we do. Yeah. And move on to the next one, which is McCall. McCall Brewing Company Hippie Hopped Pale Ale. There you go. It has a uh, VW bus on the cover of the can. A cover. Like there's <laughs> anything but a cover on a can. All right. So, uh, Jake, uh, one of the questions we wanted to ask you, because you're so kind of plugged into the beer industry, what trends do you see right now that you really like? What do you think is going to come out in the future that you're looking forward to? And what maybe do you uh, absolutely hate as I a I mean, trend? aside from the milkshake IPAs, obviously. Right. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, that is... Milkshake IPAs definitely coming around a little bit, but uh, the, the haze craze is still very alive still and very well. Still very much alive and well. The, uh, the IPA category do you like the Do you like the hazy beers? 
I like good ones. Um, yeah. I've, I mean, it seems like everybody in St. Louis is doing one right now. I've had a lot of good ones, and I've had a lot of really bad ones. I think everybody everywhere is Let doing me uh, interject real quick on that uh, nope. subject. I was going to bring this up today. We have two Northeast-style IPAs on right now, and neither of them are hazy. <laughs> and one of them has haze in the name. <laughs> uh, hazy little thing from Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's, clearer, it's than this, clear. clearer than this beer that we're drinking right now. Uh, the first handful of pints I poured, super cloudy. It looked like orange juice, uh, like you expect, and then nothing. Like any kind of, you know, haze that was in the beer came out in the first, you know, gallon. And then the last four gallons of the beer just looked like a blonde ale. And then uh, haze, or evil, evil but twin. Th- how much of that is related to the alcohol sinking to the bottom of the keg? <laughs> Most of it. <laughs> Actually, uh, Evil Twin, I always felt closer to IPAs than I do to people, did to people, do to people, whatever. Do. Which is a great name for a beer. Yeah. Also supposed to be a uh, Northeast IPA. And one, it's almost purple. brown and purple. And when it was hazy, it was one of the ugliest beers I had ever seen. Uh, but now it's cleared up and it just looks like a purple ale. I don't like yeah, it. it's really, really like bizarre Like Grimace came in your cup or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right in the cup. Uh, <laughs> very appetizing. <laughs> um, yeah, what, uh, I mean, what else? I mean, do you, do you see anything on the horizon that maybe... It seems like uh, some of the adjunct styles are coming back. Um, cream ales recently. Uh, I, I'm seeing a lot more of those uh, out and about. And you guys have made one for, for years. It's really good and technically your yeah, flagship, yeah. right? Uh, actually, red has kind of surpassed right. it now. Uh, but it would be a flagship. It is available year-round. Sure. So... Yeah, uh, I've noticed a lot more of those. Um, this has been pretty recent. I mean, for the longest time, that was your biggest selling beer, right? For, for the first... Wasn't What's that? <laughs> Sorry, I was reading the chat. <laughs> no, I mean, for the first several years, that was your biggest selling... I mean, for the first yeah, five okay. or so years, right? I mean, that We've was been your... open seven years, and I would guess for five of them, yeah. Vanilla Cream was our biggest seller. Yeah. Red has surpassed it over about the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red's our biggest mover. Uh, it's so big, it's not on right now. It, that. Red is seriously, we sell it faster than we can make it. Yeah. Red's about the only beer that we run out of anymore. Uh, I get a lot of Fruit Loops in this beer. You can smell it. I mean, it's uh, what, what's the style? It's a hibiscus. It's a pale ale. Is it saying oh, no. it has is hibiscus? It? It says no, maybe not. Hippie hopped Hippie pale hop, ale. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I misread that. McCall Brewing. Hippie hop pale ale. Uh, yeah, this tastes like Fruit Loops to me. I don't get that. I got okay, well, definitely some. I don't know if I call it fruit loops, but you're not wrong, Mark. You're just an asshole. Fruit <laughs> and flowers, lavender. You get like yeah, uh, dried lavender though, not fresh. But, but specifically but recently dried, dried, recently, yeah. recently yes. dried. Like but dried it, lavender. It's only been no, dried for no. an hour or two. <laughs> no, I get I get aged lavender that's been sitting in my grandmother's potpourri bowl forever, but then she's pulled it out, so it still has some remnants of the other potpourri <laughs> characteristics, but not. And then rehydrated it. But rehydrated it with lavender water. I mean, you can tell the difference between rehydrating in, in regular water and lavender water. Yeah. I thought orange water. I get like an orange blossom water. No, character you're an to idiot. It. No, you am. That's a fact. I do get a lot of orange on the nose. I don't hate this. No, I actually don't either. I actually kind of like this beer. I think this would be a good summer this, beer. This is not one I would order a second one. The of. nose is actually pretty misleading on this one. Like it smells a lot hoppier on the nose. Than yeah. It, yes. Than it, it yes. I agree with that. I could use a little more hop on the 
on, on the, the flavor. Palette. Yeah, you know, kind of finish with a little more bitterness or maybe some a little more citrus. There you go. Hot punch. <laughs> yeah, it finishes very light. I mean, there's almost nothing there. No. All I taste now since you said it is lavender. And I hate it. I, uh, <laughs> Are you not a fan of lavender? I hate lavender. I hate the taste. <laughs> I hate the smell. All of it. My uh, one of my bugaboos is actually lavender hand soap. Yeah, uh, it hangs around, and you can smell it. So if you're drinking a beer, it will automatically make your beer uh, smell oxidized. Uh, it is a real pain in the ass. It sucks. I've never thought about that before. Yeah. Like how you're uh, washing your hands at the bars. I just, I just the found flavors you, of your beer. If you don't wash your hands <laughs> while you're at the bar, you don't have the problem. So. That's also true. true. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, hepatitis just is the next threat then. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, for, if anybody was I mean, wondering what that noise was, the blues just pick a letter. Okay, <laughs> like siren went off. So. Did it I just go off? Yeah, I didn't even notice it. I can't remember <laughs> what this quote is from, and I think I'm eating this. I think, but every time I, I hear the word Idaho, because I think it's like somebody asks, "What the fuck is there to do in Idaho? Wait for the rapture?" And I don't know what that's from. It's from a movie or a television show. Obviously, it is, but I. I Every time I hear the word, like, what the fuck is there to do in Idaho? Wait for the rapture? And so this beer's from Idaho. So I'll be <laughs> drinking it while waiting for the rapture. <laughs> we have a uh, couple more uh, Idaho beers, actually, too. There's Apparently, uh, Travis <laughs> swears that Idaho, like especially uh, Boise, is like an awesome the new city hub to hang of out. The yeah. beer hotbed. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, just for craft beer or just kind of a cool city in general? Or both? Both. both. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they have the worst football field in history. Uh, what? What? Oh, the, the Boise, Boise State. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking? The blue field. Yeah, it's bright blue. I can't watch it. And my color blindness, it fucks with me real bad. It's just really? like nobody is on the field and shit. Or you see like blips of color. Like I can't like depending on what color the the team's jerseys are that day. Like I have a really hard time seeing the people on the field. So I think it's an asshole move to. Paint your field just a solid. Ah, but you went nuts in the when the uh, color NFL rush was doing the single color, the color rush jerseys. Yeah, yeah, that was. They, so th- they that. had a red versus green. So Thursday night, that would have just everybody is on the same team attacking. That each was exactly what. So on Thursday night football, they introduced these color rush uniforms. They're solid. They're ugly as shit. Like I don't, and they usually take. Probably like these, they take the secondary, so like the Seahawks, you know, they got that thin streak of neon green, like yeah. that became their uniform, bright green. But it was the helmet, the jersey, the pants, oh, the socks, and the one, shoes. Yeah. They're one. So anyway, the, one, of the first, one of the first ones was, I can't remember who it was, but it ended up being red versus green, and a bunch of colorblind people were like, you know we can't tell what's going on now, right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, it's funny, a lot of like new... Uh, Games that have come out all have a colorblind mode, and it's awesome because it it helps a lot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, Jake, why why get out of the distribution business and and go work for a brewery? Uh, I actually landed in the distribution business uh, on a <laughs> that that too. Um, I never wanted to be a distributor, honestly, man. Like, yeah. I, I ran bars and and some really high volume bars. And um, most of them always seemed miserable in their interactions with me. Because uh, they were so loud? 
No, no, no. Uh, just uh, you know, with with life. You said they were high volume. Like I, I just. Oh, yes. it, yeah. That's why they were so miserable. Well, that as well. Uh, one of the, one of them was an eight hundred person concert venue, and uh, yeah. yeah. So yes, some some. Uh, it's pretty loud there. Volume, it's pretty loud. Okay. And and then some uh, you know uh, quantity volume as well. Um, so I, I actually was going to take a job in the scotch industry for a supplier. Um, I had got you a big point. scotch fan. <clears throat> I'm a big scotch drinker. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was I was going to take a job in that realm, and the uh, position actually was collapsed uh, about two weeks before I was supposed to move. So uh, where where was that? <laughs> uh, it was actually Kansas City. Okay. Um, it was uh, for a company that that does a lot of like really high end scotch and spirits. Overall, they uh, they market some nice gins and uh, tequilas as well that okay. uh, most people would recognize. But we uh, yeah they they felt really bad that the the position wasn't going to work out. Uh, they said that if I was still available when it rolled around for a new hire. They would uh, reach back out. In the meantime, they sent my uh, my resume over to the distributor, and the distributor called me like two days later. And so I just went ahead and went with it since I'd already hired my replacements. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a weird <laughs> weird way to get in the industry uh, yeah. on this side of it. But um, I've always been more into beer than than anything else. Sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, what kind of uh, you have a couple of brands of scotch you recommend? Uh, so I'm in the really smoky and peaty stuff. Okay. So worst stuff ever. Yeah, you oh, and I, love I would it. not get along well. I love it, man. <laughs> with that, uh, I really like anything like the Islay scotches. So Lagavulins oh. and Lafroigs are my go-to's. Okay, um, those are the worst things in the world, <laughs> in my opinion. Did you ever have the Nogne, uh, the Nogne beer yeah. aged in the Islay barrel? Yep. And it tastes like pure vomit and gasoline. <laughs> yeah. I, it's by far the worst beer I've ever put in my mouth. You know, a lot of people uh, <laughs> talked a lot of shit on Schlafly's Scotch Barrel aged beer this year too. And I thought it was fantastic, but I, I will say I that, like that really. That beer was sauce. tolerable to me. It wasn't as overwhelming as I was expecting it to be. Sure, I, I can appreciate it for what it is. I just don't enjoy it. Yep, I've, I found a bottle of the original. At oh my really? House. Yeah, I would love to try it because it was atrocious when it was fresh. It was awful. I hated <laughs> it, but I really hate the new one too. It was was that <laughs> six years ago? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I'm sure it's dated. I could tell you. Is it the it? It's just the peatiness. What, what what don't you like about this? The peatiness. The peatiness tastes like band aids and that, you get that menthol really and band aids okay. is all That's I get when I drink scotch. Exact same way. Menthol but, and band aids. Most people yeah. when they you know taste my scotch, those are definitely the two descriptors I hear yeah. the most. Um, I yeah, love I that just, though, man. I, I, I do too. I, it's, uh, I, I get a lot of iodine. Oh, yeah. uh, people say yeah, iodine. Yeah, iodine. Yep. And I don't hate people for. Or why would I hate anyone for disliking <laughs> something? But like, Fuck I do. You man, I do. I hate. I, I've lost all respect for both people sitting on my sides right now. But somebody came in the bar on Friday. <laughs> it was, not it was like super apologetic that they didn't like one of the beers that they tried. I'm like, dude, like it's okay, man. It's not that big of a deal. That's why we everybody makes so many different styles. Yep. If you don't like a certain flavor, they're just like, I really don't like this flavor, you know. And I know that's like the key flavor in the beer. And uh, okay, well, you're just not going to like the beer then, you know? Yeah. Like, no sweat off my back. But some people get so like upset when you don't like something that that they like, you know? And I, just, I would like, rather have that person though that's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I just don't don't care for this," than the having that asshole reviewing rye on rye on Untapped yeah. and giving it a half a star because I don't <sighs> like rye. Right. You know, that, so that, you, that right. knew what you were getting into. Yeah, Friday just being a prick. Another thing that happened that. So I check our um, untapped page like once a month just to see what's getting checked in. And I had noticed that somebody was checking in beers that we clearly don't have here at the bar, Bushlight being one of them. And I then saw that someone too. came it in. Put it on the board. Yeah. And then someone came into the bar 
on Friday, a kind of a, a guy that comes in semi-regularly and said that someone was checking in beers that wasn't here with stupid names. On, and I'm like, fuck, all right, I already know who that is. I know who that is, too. Uh, so I'm like, I'm going to go see what all was being checked in at the bar. And we had a uh, woman that was in here a few days ago that checked all of our beers in and gave them all like a one. Okay. Uh, and then I looked at, I'm like, okay, that's weird that you she don't like, like one of, of the beer. Right. And Fine. her last name, Odell. She <laughs> she also checked into Mick Ultra at a one. I'm like, though, fuck you. You're going to rate our beer and Mick Ultra on the same level. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked at the rest of her check-ins from, like, she's ha- checked in 100 beers over the last week um, at, like, every brewery in St. Charles and rated them all, like, ones and twos. She's just trying to she, sabotage she, this? The highest rated beer she had at the, at, in the last week of things she had tried. Please tell me it's Trailhead Raspberry it was in a. It was close. It was like a beta peach lager, and she gave it like a four. <laughs> All right. But like every other beer in St. Charles that she had was a fucking one. And yeah, it, it, that just pisses me off. There's yeah. no way. You know in your heart when you rated fucking normal or Girl Stout cookie that those beers are four pluses, and they yes, are they clearly are. because that's what everyone rates them. You, you're that one anomaly of the only person in the history of Exit Six that doesn't like a single one of our fucking beers. Yeah, she's like I, one of those I college professors that never gives that really an A because no that, one's as smart as he is. Yeah, like, Bill's asked who has that much time. I yeah, don't fucking know. That's a great she, question. She went to every brewery in St. Charles last week. Wait, was she? I mean, you think she's from the city? Yeah, she has to be. Or was she? She's definitely from. Did she like, work for Saint like Louis. a rival? Like I, mean, I went back pretty far, for, like, and she one was of the brewers ju- was like sabotaging stuff. That was my first thought. I'm like, right? oh, that's is a, this that's somebody where I thought from the a story, brewery? That's exactly where I thought the story was going. Like, you I s- don't. <clears throat> that would be if I yeah. was the guess a local. Uh, no, because she rated them bad too. Oh, okay. Then. So I made sure that all of the breweries <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, area yeah. had bad ratings because that was the first thing I looked for. I'm like, not that I think they would send employees out to do that. It, it's, that's just shitty, right? But I mean, I've been in this industry long people. enough that like, people. I mean, this is a competitive market. I, I I wouldn't put it past anyone. So I immediately went and well, looked you at the, those breweries and saw what she the cupcake gulag across the way start. Yep. Yes. They yeah, yes. started some shit with that. Like the cupcake gulag <laughs> <laughs> rated uh, uh, was started giving us me and uh, Rackhouse. Uh, yeah, the reviews. Jess, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to give her name. I don't need anybody doxing this woman. You know, just because she doesn't like our beer. <laughs> Um, I'll give her a name. It's, a, it's Jess Creep. <laughs> <laughs> Jess Creep uh, found us from uh, Beer Enthusiast. Oh, right on. Yeah, she uh, made a comment earlier on the beer post. What? Uh, the dumpster fire that is the St. Louis Beer Enthusiast. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I, hey, uh, somebody threw us a, a real nice compliment today. Yeah. On there. Oh, really? Yeah, they put... Uh, what is it? We're not St. Beer, <laughs> beer Enthusiast? I, it's, he said something like, I'm not going out on a limb here, but Girl Scout, Girl Scout Cookie is way better than 17. I don't feel like I'm getting punched in the throat with mint. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. You look. You sound like you had something to say. Oh, I uh, that that group is like the bane of my existence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it, uh, and I like a lot of the people in it. Um I, I do like weird things every once in a while when I in, interact with people. Um, but uh, it's just, it's really painful to watch. I actually left it several years ago, and then I figured maybe I should watch it now just to make sure that, you know, no issues of 
of Odell's are surfacing on there yeah, that, yeah. that maybe I should address. If uh, there's a bad batch of your beer out there, you'll find it first on Beer Enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, <there's> no <laughs> question. Yeah. And it, Wait, no, what am I saying? They wouldn't buy shelf turds like Odell. <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, we're not, uh, we're not high priced enough yeah. and we're not, uh, you know, uh, small quantity enough, I guess. But. Yeah, whatever you're doing with Bullproof, cut it in half, <laughs> double the price. Yeah. All, then we'll talk. All, it's so all, weird because all 50 I feel, barrels of it. Like how, how many people subscribe to that page? Ballpark. Anybody know? Thousands. Oh, thousands. It's like yeah. 8,000. Right. And so, like, I feel, but I feel like it's, it's like, it's like 7,983 really okay people and then 17 douchebags that post. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah. I, th- I think at this point in the beer enthusiast, 9,000 members, 9,053 members. Wow. Um, they know what it is, and their cover fire or their cover yeah. photo is St. Louis with a bunch of flames like rolling over it. So <laughs> they know everyone in the group knows. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. it's the yeah. eight thousand good ones that yeah. know what's it's up. It's the yeah, fucking four yeah. chan yeah. of beer pages. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the downside oh. is there are just so many people, especially in this area, because beer has become such a thing over the yeah. last six years that they're really trying to get into it. And so these guys will check in something they're really excited about and somebody will just destroy them immediately. See, and that's yeah. such bullshit. And these people just that's quiet. Just, they quiet pe- down and like you said, never people come again. will blow yeah. them up. So people are afraid to say something good about a shelf turd like Odell IPA. <laughs> what do you mean you like that? It's not narrow gauge, right? You know, or whatever the case may be. And people, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, bullshit. <laughs> Odell IPA is delicious. Hang on really fast. So, Odell IPA, it's not narrow gauge. Can you confirm that, Jake? Like, <laughs> I, confirm I, or can, I can confirm it. <laughs> okay. All right. although, cool. although I do appreciate narrow gauge's beer. You know, and a lot. that's everybody narrow why we do this show. Beer. Yep. It's that's great. why we do this show is to have the hard hitting insights that, that somebody like Jake brings. Like <laughs> narrow gauge is not Odell IPA. You I went learned, to you both heard breweries. It here first. I looked. It's not. It's not the same. <laughs> that milkshake IPA might be on the be on the level though. They might get the enthusiasts might get down on that. They, we'll the, I, I will say the, the enthusiasts hot. were were very gracious to us with the release of Rupture. Yeah, everyone enthusiasts or not, Rupture has been a hit with I think just about anybody. We've had it on tap here several times, and it's been super popular every time yeah. we've had it on. And thank you for that. It was great. Uh, are you guys using that uh, technique with any of your other beers? Uh, we are uh, mostly stuff that you'll find in the uh, the brewery itself. Um, we didn't talk about it a lot, and you guys got one of the very few cases, and I think kegs, of it. But um, the Fifi Fo Fum, which was the fresh hopped Imperial IPA, yeah, draft and um, bottles of that. Yeah, there were only three kegs and six cases for this area. Oh no and, shit! Uh, yeah, um, but we we actually check used that, that out, enthusiasts. <laughs> <laughs> Exit we, six, getting the rare shit. <laughs> we actually uh, we used that process on that beer. We didn't really talk about beer it. beer was really we, good, by the yeah. way. Actually, I, I bought a bottle off you guys because with only six cases, you I didn't, didn't get any for yourself. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pull any samples. You I, couldn't <laughs> drop a case on the way to the. <laughs> I could have, but it probably would have meant that you know maybe you guys didn't get one. Let's say, let, yeah. let's just say that exit six didn't. Yeah, we took care of them. They did. They did. <laughs> Made sure uh, he got some. What is this that we just opened? Is this the so train wreck? Yes. Yeah. Red. It's a train wreck. It for is. Me. This is fucking terrible. Oh, Haven't so, got to it yet. Yeah. I. It's really disappointing because I like the can a lot. Yeah, I don't. Oof. I don't care for this. Nose is just sweet on sweet with some metallic, like uh, yeah, yeah. It, it caramel and yeah, metallic uh, caramel. It tastes yeah, really oxidized to me, and I don't know yeah. how a can can. Oh, get really? that way. I mean, it's definitely possible. I, a lot of things I've read, you know, if 
your can if it was a short fill or something. Sure. Uh, I you know I didn't press on the can to make sure it was perfect. I guess that metallic is what the yeah. And metallic is a flavor that you know a lot of people that were anti can when craft started really getting into cans was you know their only experience was bush when they were a kid that tasted like right. straight metal because there wasn't you know a coating on the inside of the cans like we have now and it's really rare that I get a canned beer that I can actually taste. Taste the, the metal can in, yeah. And, and a lot of that time, it's that's it, not what that metallic case is coming from. It's yeah, like an infection. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's something in the. Uh, Jake, do you have a what? What? What's your? If you had to pick two or three of your favorite Odell offerings, what would you? What would you put up there? Odell IPA has been my favorite beer for the last yeah, eleven okay. years. Um, when they launched the state, I was actually uh, bartending and managing at a bar called Cicero's, uh, which was like the original craft beer bar, opened in '79 here in St. Louis. Um, the one down in St. St. Louis? Yep. Yeah, on the uh, Del, Del Mar, Mar Loop. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're closed now. I, but, say, uh, I think that's the only oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I they, forgot they, they closed last year, right? Yeah, they closed last year. They were, I don't uh, know that I knew that. I didn't know they closed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I'm, I'm not sure of all the uh, the details on it, but it, I think it was just time for the family to move on. But, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I was working there. Odell launched. IPAs weren't really a thing 11 years ago. I mean, they, they were around, but they weren't plentiful, and they definitely yeah, yeah, weren't yeah. on shelves here. Um, and I just remember trying it and being blown away. So that that's been my favorite beer uh, as long as as long as I've been drinking IPAs. Uh, Rupture now is definitely uh, a go to for me. Um, and then uh, Freak actually, I look forward to that one every year. I love that beer. Um, I drink the shit. I like that, that Freak went to twelve ounce format this year. Me yeah, too. yeah, we're getting away from that seven fifties. Uh, we had a really nice like seven fifty bottling line it was bought from an old winery, but uh, yeah, it, it seems like drinkers in general are getting away from that. It's they're. One, they're expensive. Two, they're a chore to drink. You need to sit down in an environment like this where you, right. you have gotta have people. friends with you. Yeah. yeah, and they're not resealable. So I like that you said frequent. What's that? You said frequent. Frequent. When to twelve ounce cans? Oh, <laughs> frequent. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, a lot of breweries are getting out of the large format thing, which I think is good. But it's interesting to see the price points not change as much as you would expect them to. You you know yeah. like going from a seven fifty to a twelve you expect the price to be halved and it's not been the case, you know it's almost more like a a thirty percent decrease you know instead four percent it's probably maybe four thirty four percent. Um. So with with ours we actually uh, it's not quite half but it's almost there. Yeah. Uh, it's within a buck and the reason is, is and you can kind of see it here. But this is a PBC uh, wrap. It's kind of like what they do with Bourbon County as well. Yeah. Um, we don't have that set up on our bottling line, so we actually have our guys you ship do everything out, and then we do that by hand. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So a little extra labor goes into that. <laughs> that a eight dollar an hour sellerman is really getting, <laughs> getting his money worth. <laughs> That sucks, but yeah. I mean, oh. I, yeah. There's a lot more packaging involved and stuff, so I know the cost yeah. isn't going to be exactly halved. But and they, the bottles look super nice. Uh, I just like <laughs> this and freak for me. Like, I love the simplicity of the labels. The lettering is really cool. So, why don't you like for the radio listeners? What do you got in here? It's just this beige label, kind of a wood background, and just and the beer. Just some, I was just saying. Oh, uh, we we're talking enough. about. Uh, sorry, yeah, we're yeah. talking about uh, bulletproof yeah. uh, bourbon barrel aged stout. Um, it's just got a very simple logo that I kind I really like. You know, it's not simple in the way New Belgium was simple that I hate. Uh, Any idea what bullproof <laughs> means? Because uh, every time I read it, I think bullet in my head. Yeah. So Old Elk is the um, the distillery that that we got the barrels from. 
I think it's kind of a play on on their stuff. Ah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we can go into it now. I can wait till we uh, we get to drinking it, but give you a little rundown on on how it happened. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and give us a rundown while we're cool. finishing off this so, awful train wreck. Yeah, well, we one, could, uh, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's just finish yeah. the train wreck. <laughs> save a little bit of this uh, for good boy. We've saved some for all. Uh, all oh, you have. All right, cool. So uh, the old, uh, especially the, the, the bulletproof. Train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna use our good opener. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, train wreck's pretty rough. Um, so the bulletproof. Uh, there's a distillery like less than a mile away from us. Um, and they're called Old Elk. Um, they make some really really nice whiskeys. All very small batch. Um, but because of their proximity, we were able to get the barrels and put them to use right away. A large problem with a lot of barrel aging programs is that um, you know, you're waiting on these barrels to come in from a distillery across the country or maybe even from you're another country. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, that's you know, all the scotch barrels. The majority of them come from Jim Beam. Right. And you know, they sit on a boat, and they have to get shipped across. I Not that it affects it too that, much, but, yeah. but uh, with beer, it's definitely going gonna, gonna to change some flavors. Hmm. With them being a mile down the road, we basically got to do um, like an immediate fill. Uh, so we had the, the stout ready to go. Um, as soon as they were done with, you know, with their barrels and done with their bottling, we grabbed them, for, forklifted them down the street, and uh, started using them immediately. <laughs> so the barrel on this is really, really prominent. We got to do that with uh, the Starka barrels, too. Yeah. Nice. Same thing. It was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was nice, like, pulling the bung out of the barrel when I got here and, like, just, just hitting the face yep. with, like, yeah, this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, how big is your guys' barrel age program? Um, so we are going to do about eight releases this year with it. Uh, we have about 500 oak barrels in the brewery at any 500? time. Yeah. That's I'm not that large. I, ex- yeah. I would have expected it to be a little bigger, I'd be honest. I mean, we're, we're constantly replenish- replenishing it. Uh, yeah. Most of them, it's a one-time use and we're, we're done with it. Some of them will get two uses out of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at any given time, there's about 500 barrels in the brewery. Um, do you guys have any fooders? We don't have any fooders, actually. Uh, it's something we've talked about, and I've actually, since Fooder Crafters is, is based here, uh, I've ran into those guys several times at bars and yeah. breweries around town, and uh, I've linked them up with the, uh, the people in charge of our seller pro- uh, program. Um, so when it comes time, I'm sure we'll, we'll test them out and, and hope that they come through and, and make ours. But uh, for the time being, um, we, we're actually opening a tap room in Denver next month, so that's been kind of like the big focus. Uh, Fooder Crafters is just fucking... Wait, when is your tap room in Denver opening? Next month. Can you be more specific? Uh, it will <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in Denver uh, the last weekend of April. Are you going out for the uh, the Taco Punk um, Rock Festival that we were, in, we were talking about? Taco Craft Beer Punk Rock Festival. Yeah, I, uh, I canceled Sounds awesome. my trip. Uh, <laughs> Wait, and we got a, a Airbnb with two rooms. Oh, yeah? You're in. Uh, that's a possibility. <laughs> Who's playing? Uh, Offspring is headlining. Pennywise, Pennywise. Unwritten Law, Lit, oh, Fucking Unwritten, unwritten law. law. Holy law. shit. There is. It's I so funny. Everybody that I've <laughs> talked to about this show goes, Unwritten Law and Lit are still a thing? I watched a guy jump <laughs> well, off a light pole that. at uh, Riverport during Unwritten Law and not get caught. Wow. Like, that's punk rock. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. No that, one else wait, was... I'm sorry. That's punk rock? <laughs> yeah. we've, been, we've been struggling for a definition for 30 years now. But we I found get, it. Yeah, it's a guy in, in Missouri jumping off a light pole and not getting caught. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Got I'll, it. I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's... Uh, sounds like that's about a, 4% right. <laughs> it's a craft beer festival with, like, 50 breweries. Yep. Craft uh, tacos and punk rock. I don't know how I don't go. And legal weed. So... 
Yeah. yeah. It's all true. All right. <laughs> uh, we, we will be open by then. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to talk. All right. <laughs> How many times uh, have you been out to the brewery? Do uh, you have to go out frequently? I, I go out pretty often, yeah. I go out generally every like six weeks or so. Oh, really? On, that on often? average, yeah. yeah that's, um, that's cool. So we're, we're employee-owned for anybody that doesn't know. Um, so every quarter, uh, we all go out no matter what. No matter if you have an, a reason or not, uh, your reason is to go out there and have meetings and sit through it. And it's kind of gives... We're an open book company, so it, they tell us all of our financials, and they tell us how we're shaping up on the year, and it kind of serves as a motivator. Like uh, I, I joke every time that when I get back from those meetings, um, you can see how many people have checked into accounts the next week, and uh, it's always higher after those meetings, uh, just kind of a motivator. So every quarter we're out there for that. Um, they always fly us out for the holiday party as well. Um, but then I take, you know, I take accounts out, or sometimes I have to go out for – um, like brew days or anything like that. If we have yeah. uh, a chain that maybe is maybe not, maybe not even a chain, just somebody who owns several locations that justifies like, yep, they're going to brew, you know, 50 barrels of beer. Um, so I'll go out for things like that. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm out. Uh, How come we don't see Odell do a lot of as many collaborations as we see a lot of the other breweries doing? So we, uh, we did them for a long time. And uh, the last one we did, I, I believe actually was with stone and a guy died. <laughs> <laughs> Stone and Marble Brewing were, was the last one that we participated in, and it was just because uh, our brewers had a really good relationship with the guy who was spearheading it at Stone. Mm-hmm. So they flew out and pretty much just brewed that day. Stone kind of you know handled it from there. Yeah. It was released under their portfolio. Um, it's something I, I I know a lot of people and myself. I would like to see a lot more of it. it to me, craft beer is a about community. I mean, it's, you know, obviously about beer. As but exemplified by St. Louis Beer Enthusiasts. That's Jake, the community. Jake has asked us to come out and do a collaboration with them. Yeah. 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 We just need to, to find out, you know, some timing and uh, make sure that the, the biggest thing is with, with us is maybe now that Denver's open, it'll kind of alleviate some of that stress on the one pilot system we have. Sure. Yeah. Um, but now. How big of a system yeah, how big of the a, new tap room? It'll be a 15-barrel uh, system. Oh, Okay. Is that just going to uh, supply beer for the tap room? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't do any distribution from there. Um, and none of the, the beers that, that we're known for uh, will be brewed in Denver. So All it's new, kinda, like kind of a bunch of new stuff, test stuff? Yep. That's yeah, cool. we'll, we'll have like the, the, the core stuff on tap. You know, you'll still be able to go there and get a 90 shilling or a rupture. Sure. Um, but it's kind of weird. We have to, you know, uh, we use a distributor in Denver, so we're Sell going to be selling our back. beer back to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that will be available, but everything that is brewed in the tap room will just be, uh, you know, on tap there. Nice. All right. So somebody that's worked on a couple of, are you a fan of the three tier system? I mean, do you, what what would you, what would you want to see as an ideal system? I don't mind the three tier system. Uh, I think it kind of keeps everybody honest. Um, the, the problem being is, uh, you know, distributors anymore are just taking on more and more to grow. So uh, yeah, it's getting it's getting uh, very convoluted in, in certain houses. So that presents issues, especially in markets where you're like, well, we could do it better if we did it this way. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of enter a, a marriage in some of these contracts. When you say it keeps people honest, is that due to the the pricing? Honesty, you mean? Or pricing and I mean, you know, making what, it illegal what we were watching to sell to the same beer to two different bars for a different pricing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, you, you watched it uh, or. Know, I don't know how many people want to admit it, but um, you know, we've talked about how much money AB has to come in and do some of the things they do. Uh, it would be very easy for them to just come in and 
you know, install new glycol for everybody and put new taps towers on everybody's bars. And, um, you know, while that's not necessarily legal, uh, there have been times where, you know, we all know that it's happened in, in some way, shape or form. Uh, so the, the not here, not here, just no. so everybody knows <laughs> it did not happen uh, here at all. And, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a big backlash with um, with the ATF and everybody else about it. So, yeah, um, it's been it's been really uh, it's been enlightening to see how distributors, especially uh, that have big brands like that, have kind of adjusted and, and the things they'll still do and the things that they won't do anymore. Did you find when you were with the distributor like you were with probably the biggest craft beer distributor in Missouri? Yep, biggest distributor period, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. They're they're statewide, um, and you know they're they're liquor house and wine houses. Uh, Did you find that uh, there was a lot of craft brands that just kind of got shelved because you had promotions and things from other brands? You know, uh, hey, go do these events because we have swag for it. You know, all the time, and then you just see a lot of brands kind of get pushed to the back of the line that don't get promoted because of how big they were. I think it's kind of the same way bars around, man. I mean, you, you push who you see, you push who you communicate with. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there were definitely some, some craft brands that maybe didn't get a, enough love from other reps. And I, I think a lot of it is just on how well you communicate with that brand. Um, if somebody knows that you're willing to like go out there and work for them, they'll communicate a little more for you. Um, how important do you think it is for a brewery to have a rep in at least a metro area? In St. Louis? Yeah. I think it's necessary. 100%. You know, we've we've seen so many brands come and they're still here, but you can't find them anywhere because you you know they, you know, Sudwork was awesome. I love Sudwork. Yep. I thought they made some great beers, and I know they were at one point hiring or hired a rep, but I've never seen them. Mm. Uh, and that brand is just kind of, you know, faded out. You sure. know, you don't see it anywhere. Yeah. I think I think they've switched distributors as well. I, oh, really? Uh, Sudwork actually was with uh, Major when yeah. I worked for them. They 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 launched the state with us. Um, and I remember, you know, I set up launch events and things like that. Uh, the owners came in and uh, all very nice people. I don't really know what happened after I left there, but I'm pretty sure that they are not with major brands anymore. It went to they, shit. That's what I, happened <laughs> after you left. It went to don't shit. Think I, would, I would never Jake. say that. But they're still with them. Uh, I, I ran into them at a festival about two weeks ago, and they had mentioned that they had just kind of come back in the market. And they're like, they're not in Kansas hmm. City right now. So. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they're with you know, somebody. I'm, I'm just kind of afraid, like uh, Mothers is going to fall into something like that. They came, they made a huge, you know, bang. Great here. launch, yeah. great launch. Um, they don't have a rep here, and there's so many. They other, do. They do. They do. The the reason that we that we haven't had Mothers on since then mm-hmm. is Chrysler double what they expected to they sell. Just don't have the on opening week. They've got zero product okay. in house right now. That's now, unfortunate. I met their rep. He's a, a real nice guy. Coming into a market and not having beer to support the the you know the area one week after launch is is bad. So we actually just kind of encountered this problem. Um, I, I would just got back from eleven days in Las Vegas, which uh, if any of you ever visit Vegas, don't fucking do eleven days. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> eleven. I love Vegas. It's my favorite city in the world. Yeah. I don't. I can't do eleven. I think days. four is good. Yeah, like I, I'm, a, I'm a two to three night guy now. Like, yeah. it's, I don't have a desire to go back right now. I'm sure in a couple of years I will. I gotta go to this side. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, man, it it was just it was a lot. But it was uh, a, <laughs> a, a, a week. And a, it was a lot. It was. It was. It was uh, one of the longest weeks of my life. But uh, or week and a half. Because it was eleven days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this eleven days was the longest week of my life. Well, I, I think. Um, yeah. 
kind of what Mother's experienced here. Um, you know, they had to launch the area with three different distributors because they, they signed on with the AB network. Yeah. So they've got a St. Louis County distributor, a St. Louis City distributor, and then a St. Charles uh, area distributor. Yeah. So um, convincing distributors sometimes to bring in certain amounts of quantity, uh, especially when you're a brand new brand and they don't know how it's going to go over, uh, can be difficult. And um, we kind of ran into the, the issue in Vegas where uh, we didn't want to have like an I told you so moment. But we, you know, I remember day two uh, going through inventories that morning with our distributor. And they're like, yep, you've got six barrels of or six half barrels of 90 shilling left. And it's like, well, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> can I go home now? <laughs> um, and, you know, breweries like us and, and I'm sure Mother's is in the same situation. We just don't brew a bunch of beer and leave it sitting in our warehouse. Right, we don't operate sure. that way. Um, so we do a 28 day ordering window because that's how long it takes us to brew and pack. By the way, beer. it's. A- yeah. That's I mean, as long as eventually you figure out the pipeline and a time limit, it's not the worst thing to have a big launch and then leave a little Here's demand Here's the problem, in though, there. because if another brand launched last week, yeah. now well, the brand okay, so now, now all, all those right. taps are yeah. gone, and you have nothing. If yeah, more mothers okay. is in, we'd have more mothers in right, yeah. on right now, okay. right? And now we have to replace them with something else that's available. Yeah. Yeah. Need some Odell. Um, We've got sure. two Odell on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got Rupture and... Uh, tree Shaker. Oh, Tree oh, Shaker, nice. yeah. Exit six has 160 taps, and two of them are Odell right now. <laughs> 200 of them are Odell, actually. We just have got a 200. Plus 40 somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's just tree shaker over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Exit Six, 93 tree shakers on taps, and order a Miller Lite Vortex bottle to wash it all down. <laughs> you get to guess which one's fresh. Like, there's like three of the 93 that are. You know, we've just left on there for if you fun guess your for a really long free. time. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the one that's a year old, yeah, it's on us. You must be right. I cannot find sod work anywhere on the uh, major brands. Yeah. I, you know, I could have sworn that it was. I hate to tell you. Uh, I yeah, told you, you, you know what you're talking about. So Bullproof's good. I'll say that. It is good. I'm a little Very. biased. Um, but yeah, I think this one turned out really well. Um, I always tell people it's like definitely more of the barrel, uh, style, uh, stout versus the, uh, chocolatey, uh, like adjunct stout. So if you're expecting something that's going to be like super, I like that. It's not overly sweet. sweet. Yeah. It's got a little like, um, it's got a like, it's got chocolate to it. It's got a little raisin and I I the dark fruit on this is really good to me. Raisin and plum plums. and Yeah. And it's got some booziness, which I don't mind either. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's up there. But uh, the yeah, fifteen, I think, somewhere around I think that it's, range. Uh, t- like twelve one. Twelve. Hate to say I told you so. Twelve <laughs> uh, percent even. Yeah. The oak vanilla is really nice. Just that deep vanilla. Nice, it's just yeah. a nice beer. It's, it's a good beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have nothing bad to say about this beer, and not just because you're here. <laughs> you can die. You can text me later. Wait till after it. directly. Thanks, thanks for the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching next week, guys. <laughs> I don't know that. I, honestly, like Odell makes pretty solid beer, and I was talking to somebody on uh, over the weekend about how much I liked Rupture. Uh, as Rupture was back on, uh, but I didn't like Wolf Picker as much. So Wolf Picker changes every year. That's, oh, really? Yeah. So experimental pale ale. The experimental part is the hop. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't. Whatever was the hop was this year. Yeah. I, I, so it wasn't it was, a huge fan. It, it was a hop that we actually bought the entire contract on. Now, oh uh, great, moving forward, stuck <laughs> <in that. laughs> we, we we're all, going exclusively to this matter. What the beer? Uh, we'll be redoing all of our hoppy beers, and Rupture will be be made with only that. 
Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's going to be a, a hop called Strata, and it is, uh, it's really funky. Like, uh, it has like a sweaty vibe to it. I really liked it. Um, sweaty is not the descriptor I, that I, I want. My I know, beer. man. I know, but it's. I'm, I'm being honest here. But I'm I get that. Beer. Yeah, I, I, I know. The beer is sold out now, so it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't taste that way next year. It'll be a different hop. But um, did you did you use that hop in anything else, or was it just exclusively on that nope, beer? Just that right now. Okay. What um, are you going to do with all the rest of it? Who knows? Okay. I mean, I doubt it'll be standing by itself in any beers. You know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it did have a lot of like. Um, like passion fruit and peach flavoring to it, uh, but it did. It just had like something a little funky sweaty, about it. Uh, uh, sweaty not, passion fruit, man. I mean, it's you <laughs> if just you find one, it. on, that's my G spot. Find man. one on tap. I, I swear to God, think <laughs> about that when you drink it. I think okay. they're open. I'm glad you didn't long. tell me that before I had it. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty <laughs> passion fruit. It's a sweaty this guy's beer. Fucking rock. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna jump off this light pole. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are into weird shit, man. <laughs> Some people like vanilla missionary style, and some people like that vortex <laughs> bottle, bitches. All right, so we're what do we, uh, we got a little bit of time left, uh, but about not, five we're minutes. Getting, we're getting, we're getting yeah, to the end of it. But uh, we always like to ask our guests, uh, give us your desert desert island beer, three beers, top three picks. So Odell IPA is going to stay there, not just because I work them. Sure, just love that you beer. said that that was a, a you said the for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the questions we always ask is, "What's your porch beer?" Right? I mean, so a beer when is that your so yeah, and no, it's too big for a porch beer. Okay, um, so what's your what, 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 what would you pick as a porch beer? Something you so it, it used to be Bush. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it really did. It used to be Bush, but um, so many people I, in the industry say that yeah. I hate Bush. I uh, well, I, I don't drink anything AB anymore. I just I figure they don't need my you know my money. What if the Bush was set. steel cut? <laughs> <laughs> I might change. I prefer things. my Bush uncut. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a title for the show. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a year round or not, but Bell's just put out that uh, Larry's latest sour. Uh, that would be a great porch beer. I've I've been really impressed. With I haven't that. had that. Have okay. you guys had that? We had it on tap yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It sold pretty well. Okay, that's so pretty good. Kettle oh, sour, yeah. like real citrus forward. Okay. Nice. Um, but Southern Island stuff, I would probably take a, a Bell's Two Hearted with me, and then um, let's see. You don't think you'd get tired of IPAs if you've got both Odell yeah. IPA and Two Hearted? Nah, they're two totally totally different beers. Okay. Uh, and then maybe Sequench by uh, Dogfish Head. That that be love a that beer. We have that on great tap porch right beer now. as well. I loved that beer. We don't. Oh, it's gone already. Yeah, we've got no. We've got sour wench. Oh, balance uh, point. point sour yeah. wench. Yeah, you're right. We had sequench though. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Kyle had it at Shamrocks a couple times. I love that beer. Yeah, it's a good one. I actually just did a, a really nice beer dinner with uh with Jordan from Dogfish Head the other night. It was uh, pretty pretty intense. Tell Jordan get his ass in here. I haven't seen him in a while. He definitely will. All right. All right, you've uh, you the six boys. Got anything you want to promote? St. Patty's Day this Saturday. What are you doing? We're opening at nine. At nine? Are you crazy? That's way too early. <laughs> I agree. That's seven hours earlier than you're used to being uh, here. But we but have to be here so much earlier than that too, because the <laughs> fucking road is closed at eight o'clock. Oh, we so. forgot you got the Carnival Parade. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the it's the Does, race beforehand that really gets us. Yeah. Does it run what right are you guys here? doing for? Yeah. The, yeah. Are you guys doing stuff out in the parking lot? No, no, not not anymore, man. Every time I did it. It just meant shitty weather, and nobody wanted to hang out out and there. Now, now watch. It's going to be 70 degrees and gorgeous this year. Yeah, like just, and that would have been perfect for yeah. it. 
So uh, it's just not <laughs> worth it for me. You know, we've got a nice crowd indoors. Are you guys doing anything special? Anything? Anything you're tapping or anything putting on? No, not for just, that day, no, man. Just, it's, yeah. it's 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 amateur I mean, hour. I like know it is. A motherfucker. It is. Right. It's the, there's just no need to. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. We're gonna be busy no matter what. It's gonna be packed no matter what. And like Justin said, it's amateur hour. Yeah. It's there's yeah. a lot. You're of, getting uh, plastic cups of whatever light beer we have on that day. Yeah, That's yeah, what everybody yeah. wants, man. <laughs> Speaking of, we need to get plastic cups. And Baroque Pilsner. <laughs> got Baroque Pilsner. We're gonna have uh, well, maybe a Rattler on. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see how Major yeah, does. shows up. Uh, <laughs> obviously, vanilla cream. We sell a ton of beer to go for the parade. People yeah, take the crawlers yeah. up. Um, I just saw the weather report today for this weekend. And? It doesn't look good, Peter. Uh, <sighs> we're talking... Uh, the, wet, the, the temperature is okay. 62 for the high, okay. which is all right, but uh, like probably torrential rain all day. Uh, depending on the definition of torrential, might not mean anything. It's only when they predict ice that it gets real bad. Rain and warm usually means busy. I'm just worried. And it means good for us because nobody yeah, hangs nobody, out yeah, up everybody street. Everybody wants to be indoors. Yep. Uh, I'm just glad I opened because so. I don't want to have to mop the floors after that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, Aaron. <laughs> like he's going to mop the fucking yeah, floor. Yeah, Aaron Michael's going to do it on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> just get Monday, Sunday. Yeah. Can't you get Kelly Dent to do it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jake, anything from Odell you want to push? Anything you want to? No. Uh, check out a rupture if you haven't yet. Yeah. Um, St. Lupulin and Sunny Rain will be back out in May. Those will be the uh, the new seasonal unlimited. Shit, we never got out the Odell beer that you brought. Yeah, we're going to drink it. Yeah, we're going to drink it. It'll go away. We, we do a uh, second show after this one's over called After Dark. After Dark. If you'd like to stick around and join okay. us for that one, you're Less welcome beer to. Less beer-related, more dick jokes. <laughs> more dick jokes. Yeah. If you can yeah. believe it. If you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's a 4% increase in dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, <laughs> we'll see you Thanks next week. Thanks for having me.